racing all right this is virtue reality episode with sydney allen also known as his real name greg williams if you want to introduce yourself go ahead what's up <laughs> uh but i actually haven't gotten it we haven't talked about like what we normally talk about like film and what we plan to do obviously this year fucked up a whole bunch of stuff but how long have you actually been acting or interested in being an actor i guess interested since high school and then um, i made a strong decision back in oh oh five after so in high school did you ever do any like plays any like um off-camera stuff i know you started with the wire i remember you were telling me you were on the wire for like a lot of the episodes for background work yeah that was my first initial um uh, that was my first piece of professional work and then after that it was um damn step up but um as far as uh, in high school, yeah, I took up theater arts. Mm-hmm. And um, while taking that up, I actually wrote a screenplay. I just started writing one day. Um, horrible format and horrible concept, but hey, I wrote it. Yeah. Started to finish. So. And then uh, when you were in the wire, it wasn't when you were in high school, was it? No. Nah. No, like 2005. Two, yeah, I graduated in 03. Uh, I stepped on set in 06, 05. Were you like connected with like somebody, with somebody like a casting agent or you working with an agency or something? I have no idea to this day how <laughs> I found it and submitted with nothing but an incredibly unprofessional um, headshot. Mm-hmm. from my friend in college who took a photography class. I don't know who I reached out to with that. And I actually reached back and said, show up. I don't know who to this day. Yeah. I do know my first time on set, I got cozy with the local people working on. And from the doing, members? Yes. Oh, and from doing that, one one particular night, they had a lot of missing background people, and I had one. And the dude had my number. Was like, "Yo, if you come up right now, man, they, they like there's a lot." He was like, "There's a lot of people from background missing. You probably can come fill a spot." Mm-hmm. I slid through and was a cop. Everybody I got to work all see. night with Idris Elba and Wendell Pierce. Do you remember what, uh, what episode you was on? Just so anybody want to find it. <laughs> you, you're not going to find me in the cop uniform, but you will find me in the episode, season four, episode one. Um, the main, the, 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 the mayor's assistant, white guy, bald head. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on the phone and I hand him some papers and I turn around and go back out. You see my face. Oh, you're just like a featured extra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, but those are also my sad credentials too. Exactly, they will get you at least in the door. And yeah, also, to any I, of those, if you say if featured extras on your resume, that means that you are working with professional actors. Extra means you're just literally in the background. Featured means that oh, you're constantly doing something, going back and forth, actually oh, using well, the tape. Then I was featured. Uh, I I got to change that on my resume. Oh um, yeah. 
but yeah, that um, I got to work with um, man, rest in peace, man. I had so much fun working with him, um, Reggie Kathy. Mm-hmm. He was di- he was Dirty D in Pootie Tang, and when I first saw Pootie Tang as a kid, I almost got put out the theater for laughing too much. They thought I was trying to be funny. I was like, Nah, man, this is a legitimate funny movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Dirty D always stuck out to me, and when I got to work with him, we was in line getting some food. We was in line for craft services on break, and he's really short. They do a good job on movies making people look tall. Who aren't oh tall. yeah, he's short. I turn around. And because um, his voice, because I recognize his voice, because I recognize his voice from the cookout, because he played a regular guy in the cookout, and he was in SWAT. Anyway, I turn around, I look at him, I said, "Hey, uh, Sanate." I saw, I, I quoted him line from Pootie Tang, and, <laughs> and he just, he was like, "Oh man!" And I said, "Oh my God, man, I love you." And we just, you know, we, we were talking. Dude went to Harvard. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, dude was like, like like very educationally accomplished <laughs> i said and um he, he um we didn't really drop any jewels i should have really asked for advice rather than ask about social stu- um, social stupid shit but he went to school with angela bassett and david allen greer um i didn't even realize he was in the mask you know what i'm saying I said, like, i'm trying was- to imagine who you're talking about what was it okay what's his name dirty d from pootie tang that's all you gotta see <laughs> But so when, once uh, you continued on, this is about 2005. Yeah, 2005. Oh, I know this and guy. T- yeah, yeah <laughs> he died. He died like two, oh, shit. Like two years ago of cancer. Oh, he was yeah. a smoker. He was a smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, 2005 and six was good for me because I had a lot. I had, um, I had got my. I had got my 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 union eligibility just like that, mm-hmm. so um, it was just a matter of getting that money together. Which you know that's another story. Yeah. Um, but eventually, you know, um, the only good that came out of the wire too, another well, another good that came out of the wire. Um, I got asked to audition to be Omar's protection protector in jail, and. This is another my, season. Yes. Okay. And so I, you know, came in there and did the audition, and they were like, "Okay, we'll be in touch." And then, like forty minutes later, they called me back, and said, "Can you come back tomorrow?" And um, I came back the next day, and there was another guy there, and it ultimately became. Ultimately, he got the part. They had both of us going back and forth with different roles, like we, like not together, but. They had me sit down. They called him back in. Then they mm-hmm. had him come sit down. They kept. They did it like three times, and um, like they were like really. Uh, uh, and, and, and I'm like, you know what? I felt good. That was one of the only. That was one of the few times I felt good about losing because it got. It, that told me that I have a lot of natural talent. Yeah, you had some worth. They was at least uh, paying attention to you. Yeah, I mean, we're talking my first year in, and they were ready to give me a reoccurring role on one of the high, one of the greatest sick, one of the greatest uh, TV drama dramas uh, on HBO. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool, because I did see him on. I see, I saw him play the role. First off, I don't have the, the frame. I don't have 
I don't, I didn't work out like I do now. So I was just a chubby guy. This guy was pretty, he had a very imposing size and he had dreads. He looked very suitable to protect in jail. Yeah. But I guess it was either, I guess they were going to go between either big and Broly or small and lethal for protector. And I guess they chose big and Broly. Yeah. But I was like, hey, they kept ping ponging us. So, well, that's a good sign. Yeah. Oh, man. That I, 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 uh, I, 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 when I walked out of that audition the second time, I said, man, that's that, that's all, that's all the proof I need. Yeah. So that was about 2007 ish. And then I know we met in, what was that? We met in 2009. No, we didn't. (laughs) No, no, no. It was like 2012. No, no, it was 13 because I remember that past. Yeah. So that we could just 13. walk through, walk to everybody through how that happened. <laughs> um, well, I, I I got I got so desperate for work that I did the one thing I've never done ever. Jeez, uh, I haven't done since I met my first uh, uh, mentor, and um, I went on Craigslist and I found your ad, and um, I like the concept. So I came to the audition, mm-hmm. which I botched very badly. Badly. We're talking about uh, my pilot episode called ESP. ESP pilot on YouTube if you want to find it, but go ahead. <laughs> I can promise you y'all will love my role. I, <laughs> that. I killed that. That shit was funny. <laughs> I don't normally I normally don't laugh at my own work. I'm, I'm like my biggest critic. I don't, I don't like looking at my work, but looking mm-hmm. at the way... Looking at the way I, I I try to talk myself out of getting killed, that shit was funny. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I do wish that certain things, of course, like I wish certain things were shot differently, but I do think that was like a very um, important thing for both of us. A lot of the filmmakers that I know now from Maryland came out of me shooting ESP. And I know that uh, like Lion and like even uh, the filmmakers like Walker and stuff like that it was a lot of inf- important people that I actually met through that. And then also to change, like trickled on to other things, but has that led you to any other positive things for your career? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, look how you challenged me, you know, I mean, I got, <laughs> an acting co- I got an acting coach because of you, a very well seasoned acting coach because of you. So You're talking about the guy, uh, CCBC. Yeah, 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 man. He's he's he is good. I mean, he cheap because he challenged me, and I absolutely hate theater. But after working with him, um, I, 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 man, he had me do the Marcus the Marcus Brutus, uh, monologue from Caesar. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he just kept on pushing me and pushing me and pushing me, like do it this way, do it this way. And at first, I was getting aggravated, and then I was just taking that aggravation out on the performance, and then I was like, damn. I felt good, you know. Yeah, I even did that monologue at an audition. Uh, which one for the uh, the one that he helps you with? Yeah, I think I remember one the he... one you was talking about. Uh, and we kind of, me and you, kind of went over it, and I kind of gave you some like my point is the most I could from a distance, but right, right, right. Yeah, I consider you one of my mentors as well. So I mean, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot. I, I, I owe a good portion of my success to you. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, you taught me the value of uh, not to say good job. <laughs> exactly. I, I pass that on to other people. And at first, they don't get it. But then when I break it down to them, they're like, okay. It makes sense. It does. 
there's no reason to tell somebody good job if they're doing a good job. Like, um, I tell people all the time, I said, Joseph, the greatest guy I know who's never told me good job. And they're like, what? What do you mean by that? Why is he not telling me good job? Like he needed, he ain't your friend then. I'm like, oh, 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 hold on now. Let me explain something. And then if they're ignorant, they don't get it. But yeah, they, they will never get mind, it. They get it. Yeah. And then, of course, it's in the movie Whiplash. He said it. Oh, really? I thought yeah, I made he it said up. The most, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, he said the most dangerous two words you can ever tell a human being is good job. Mm-hmm. It, can, it makes you complacent. It makes you feel like what you're doing is enough. And, and not, I feel like not that you can never reach a certain point of uh, greatness, but you can't be complacent by hearing the words good job all the time. So I know, um, especially this year, kind of fucked up everybody's plans. Did, did you have any roles that you had to like get rid of or like uh well not get rid of but did you have any roles that you had to you had to turn down or the role just in, in general just stopped being a thing because the production stopped i didn't have any productions but i had five i had four major auditions right before the lockdown in yeah. which my agent and which my agent said hey listen those projects aren't casted yet they're still sorting out auditions that it's had to shut down because of covid right there's still a shot that you can get casted Two of them was Netflix, one was Showtime, and another was the CBS. And these are all in uh, Maryland area? Hell no. I had to go to New York for these auditions. Oh, yeah. But is there... you still working with the lady, right? Like the agent? Uh Uh-huh. You still working with the agent uh, who got you the role or the auditions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In this time, I know those roles, the auditions got messed up, but did you work on set at any point throughout the quarantine? Actually, I worked on set. Yeah, I did. Which I know that I'm sure the procedures of being on set has changed. Like you can't obviously not everybody's gonna wear a mask when they're being recorded, but was there any like major procedural changes that you noticed that did you have to come to work on with a mask on, that kind of thing? Yes. When I worked in this in the in a building in DC, mask on, uh Temperature check and hand sanitizer. Yeah. But once you started, once all that was checked and things like that, you were able to take off the mask and do what you needed to do. So I know the year's about to end. Do you have any things lined up? Do you think, well, first of all, what are your thoughts on the conclusion of the virus in general, not just in the film industry? I don't know, man. That's, that's, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go against like a Trump supporter. I know too many people who died from it. Hey, right. Even my mother. I don't know if I told you, but like my mother literally just had it like two weeks ago. She's still getting over it. She's fine now, but it is a thing. I mean, I don't think that people. I don't know if I feel like it's two sides of it. It is a serious thing, but I also don't think that it's as serious as a entire country shutting down because they don't do that for any other disease that's ever come across the United States. We didn't do it for Ebola. And exactly. A, and that is a, I don't know why that didn't super spread the way that does, because that's highly viral mm-hmm. with a very high mortality rate. Right. People were actually dying from that, and people they did nothing about it. But my thing is, what I think it is, I, I don't want to go into like a conspiracy theory, but I do honestly think this is more of the flu rather than a new virus. You know what I mean? It's just like they're just. You mean like a super flu? 
not a super flu. It's just the flu that we would have got for this year. But uh, you never know. But could what a, muta- it could be a mutated pneumonia too. That's what I'm thinking. Like it has to be something that we've already seen, but it's uh, a new strain of it, basically. But hopefully, this does pass because I, I really want next year to be lucrative for everybody. But do you have any plans for next year? Do you have any like? I know you were doing real estate, uh, but any plans of that? Any plans to get back into acting? Uh, yeah, I'm getting back into acting. Just had an audition, my first major audition to my agent last Saturday. What was that for? It was a self-tape for book two, the power prequel. What is that? Is it like a, um, it's been a book being turned into a movie? You know the show Power? Yeah. The prequel is the new series now. It's called Book oh. Two. Oh, shit. Yes. And it's going to be on Stars also? Yep. Yeah. Reoccurring role. Have you heard anything so. back? Nothing. Have you heard nothing back yet? They start filming January up until April in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Do you think it's going to be... How do you feel about that? I mean, it looks like... This whole, it looks like plastic cages and masks is about to be a thing of the a, a thing for a while. So, I mean, I just got to go with the flow. Yeah. That's all I can say. I mean, um, yesterday, COVID guidelines, all that stuff. I don't have to get vaccinated but they do want a positive test when I show up on set. I mean, a negative test when I show up on set. All right, of course. Uh, this is kind of a sensitive subject that I know that you, I'm sure you want to say something on, but Chadwick Boseman died at the end of August. I remember you, I saw some pictures of you and him online, like on your Instagram. Is there anything you want to say, Any like, just I know that whatever what whatever you want to say about that, uh, whether it be like the potential of y'all working together in the future or just like how he inspired you as an actor in general. But is there anything you want to say about that? He's a humble dude. He was really quiet, low-key, and just cool. Mm-hmm. When I think about the energy he was putting out on set and at that party that we got drunk at. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this whole time, you were like living in some chronic pain. Probably. Pancreatic cancer and colon cancer, of course, they have a high mortality rate. From what I've been told, from those who, um, from what I've been told, it's very painful. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's painful. And then the chemo, the amount of chemo they got to give if they want to try to zap it, is even more painful. Like, Jesus. So this guy I'm over here working with, talking with, and I'm heavy-handed. I'm when I when I when I uh, you know yeah when I give you a dab. I could have. I mean, he was small. Yeah, he, I didn't. <laughs> How long ago was he, this? When you met him. Last, this is last year. Oh, yeah. What was the project you were supposed to be working on? Black Panther 2 is what I was um, securing for um, with my agent. 
Mm-hmm. I even had a whole. I, I did. Um, oh no, one sec. Sorry, a client is texting me. Real estate. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, mute your phone too. Huh? Mute your phone so that sound doesn't come up. Oh, okay. Um, Let me say this Zoom was... meeting. This Zoom meeting is sponsored by the new iPhone. <laughs> Hopefully, Bruh. it will be. Hey, you got to take a picture at night in this thing. It is insane. Don't be dropping I, uh, Apple uh, sp- uh, spots without them paying for this. <laughs> I'm just saying, all I know is my audition that I did for book two, because it was a self-audition. Oh, yeah. I use this phone, and all I'm saying is I, saw, I got worried about losing light, but I realized the camera was still having this bright effect. Right mm-hmm. Oh no! This 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 for real. Right. And of course, you're gonna hear the same. Some people say we've been doing that for five years. I don't give a damn. <laughs> well, oh, if anybody from Apple is listening, I'm looking for sponsors. <laughs> but but you said that um, you were working on the audition to go for Black Panther two. I was working. Yeah, I was working. To well, like aiming an to. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even land it. I was. I was trying to secure it. Yeah. And. If you go on my Instagram, you see, you'll see that um, you'll see that in the title I, I I've declared myself Mabaku, um, mm-hmm. and and if you look if you Wikipedia Mabaku, um, he is like the general to the tribe of um, oh, damn Wakanda. No, the gorilla tribe. Oh, I need to talk about. I don't. I don't. I, do they have a name? I need to talk about the ones on the mountain. Yeah, the gorilla tribe. He was a general to him. So I just, you know, I looked up his character. I, look, I looked him up. I said, "Yeah, I like this guy. I mm-hmm. want to be him. I want to be him." And I already did a self tape um, with an African accent, which she was completely floored with. So she's like, "Yeah, this, you know." So that was what I was working on. And then while I was in quarantine, I started watching Dexter in which I just cannot help but to repeatedly watch this show over and over. When I found out that they were reviving that series, oh, I, really? developed a, I developed a character to cross, to, that can cross paths with him. So I am praying, I will pay to audition for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they was just starting that up. Yeah, it's just, it's just gonna come back for one final season. And um, from from what they're saying, from what they're saying, um, it's it's gonna be a game changer. But he's never had a black uh, antagonist. Uh, he had he had Jimmy Smith, who's a person of color, mm-hmm. but he's ne- but he's never had a he's never had a black antagonist. Yeah. So I, uh, in fact, I don't really think he's ever killed a black person. He killed a Latino. He's killed a couple of Latinos, but he almost killed a black person, but the person was blind, so he let him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Did he that probably a be a person? good show. I do think, yeah, uh, like, if they do, I've noticed that there's uh, um, definitely a push towards like diversity in social media and movies and things like that. Hopefully, that does work out for you, like, because if previously he didn't have any black actors they're definitely going to be pulling them in for a revival of the show well i mean they had they had this one character who comes into season six and he was good 
I liked him. He 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 had a nice presence and a good projecting voice. Um, they had him on the cast, and then when he got killed off, this uh, black woman joined mm-hmm. up until the end of the series. And I thought that was pretty dope. Um, I thought that was real dope. So, yeah. um, it, and don't forget the main character. One of the one of the main characters. It was Latino. There was there was there was diversity on that show. It was. I mean, what I mean is like, uh, let me. I, I shouldn't say diversity. Then I would say like, uh, it was lack of African American. That basically, yeah, <laughs> like that because Miami I mean, is definitely forget, diverse. But don't forget the first two seasons, the black guy was on there, the one who hit, who didn't like Dexter at all. Oh yeah, he's like uh, one of the uh, officer detectives. As a black actor, I know you don't want to be put in the role of getting the black roles or like thinking that um, you may not be cast to lead a movie and things like that. Have you ever faced any issues like that? As far as what what do you Uh, like? Have you ever went out for the lead role and you didn't get it and you felt like it was because you were black or have you only went for roles that were specifically catered to your character? Um, nah, I haven't had a situation like that. Yeah, I've had. Um, I felt I felt some sort of way with uh, the chain of command. Well, the order when I used to do stand up, I had I felt some sort of way about certain comedy clubs um, and the way they treated the black comics from the white comics. What do you um, mean? But, um, I saw a little bit of prejudice. Uh, like give them more like perks more time and... on the mic. Oh, okay, uh, more time on the mic. Things like uh, there's uh, one one particular club that I worked at. I won I won a few of their contests, and uh, I was never promised my prize. Mm-hmm. And um, well, when I tried to pursue it, it was just shut down. Um, uh, I've seen white comics who were supposed to bring in five people on their behalf, coming with none mm-hmm. and still be able to perform. Right. Uh, I was one time off by three. And this is after I've won a contest there. I was off by three and he wouldn't let me perform. So, hey, again. But I haven't seen that. I haven't seen no prejudice yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen no prejudice yet on set. I mean, as far as um, auditions. Well, and then unfortunately too. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to get black roles because the way you articulate. When I went on, I was going to say that too. Yeah, you yeah, talk very people. clear. It's not. Yeah, when I went on the wire, Pat Moran, the casting director, um, she was like, "You look so street, but you talk like a banker." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I have to put a she. I got to put a uniform on you." So yeah, and, and that's, that, ooh, that's a good too. question too. I was going to say, do do you think that that can um, interfere with the roles that you potentially could get because you look a certain way but sound a different way. So I'm at a I'm at an age now, or I'm at a look now where yeah. even if I was to play a street role, I would either play the head honcho mm. or I would play the right hand man of the head honcho. Right, I the talker. Have, yeah, I think I'd have more fun being the head the uh, this the right hand man because I like playing the bad guy. You get to be more creative. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
the thing about Pat Moran saying what she said to me, and as I saw her too last year, I saw her this year. That's right. Before the lockdown, she, she casted me for a, um, um, a corporate video for um, Harvard School of Law. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, anyway, um, Pat Moran, yeah, what's interesting about Pat Moran is um, the fact that she said I look street, but I talk proper. And then yet six months later, she came and had me audition to be a, for a street role and impressed her so much and impressed it. Well, no, I didn't impress her. I impressed the director so much that they had me come back and forth. So right. it's like, you, you do talk, you, you do talk proper. But you still got this body language about you that can go for street. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that makes a unique character. Um, do, is there any? Yeah, nah. Nah, father. Yeah, good father. That's a good one. But there's a lot of roles for the mixture of uh, your look and sound. But is there any movies that, when you were a kid, prior to house, prior to you deciding that your acting career was kind of what you wanted to do? What movies like really stood out for you? Uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith. I remember you saying you like you were like a huge Will Smith fan. Well, that's from the show. Well, the show, yeah. Yeah. The show. yeah, that's from the show. I took every bit of his character and mixed it with mine and you know, used it in the worst ways. Well, I used it in ways I thought I could make out, but I failed every time, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. Between Will Smith and Jim Carrey's influence, I'm like, yeah, this is where I want to be. I can, I can see that. I remember you saying Jim Carrey too. So did you watch like In Living Color? Oh all yeah, all this stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, like my dad, because my 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 dad was strict about what I could watch on TV, but he mm-hmm. would let me watch The Simpsons. He would let me watch The Simpsons and In Living Color. But he wouldn't let me watch Married with Children. But <laughs> little did he know, I didn't understand Married with Children. I just like watching Married with Children because I would laugh at how my dad laughed. Like <laughs> <laughs> my dad, who's like a hundred percent of an introvert, is the funniest laugh I have ever heard. And I used to hear it all the time when he watched Married with Children. So, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> but where's your where can people find your page find any of your work like your instagram facebook uh, my instagram is uh actor sydney allen s-i-d-n-e-y this nigga sydney portier that's that's actually who my name is dedicated to mm-hmm. um it is like professionally taken in the sag database it is mine so actor get- sydney allen Yes, actor Sydney Allen. The the the, the my, my cover picture looks like an album cover. <laughs> it looks like a <laughs> a few <It> like, cover. <laughs> look, it like, it like fucking Gerald Levert. It looks good though. It's a nice picture. Yeah, it does look good. Um, so is there anything that is about to be released? Like what can they find on YouTube? Is there any like of your most recent work on YouTube? You can find my first lead role on national TV on YouTube if you type in Marcus Wesson TV One. It's a very shitty wig, though. Good morning. 
Oh, he's not gonna. I remember the. He's talking about the the um, like the documentary. Yes, I'm gonna be a documentary, but it's like you were the character in a real life situation. Yeah, that was a good one, man. The way I promoted that, man, God was so good to me on that one, man. That led me to some really good connections. Mm. You know, I have yet to, I have yet to use them, but they know who I am. Yeah, when I and also them. too, this year kind of messed everything up. That too. All right. Yeah. So, all right, but he can be found at actor Sydney Allen on Instagram. I'm oh, sorry, like the best piece to find him at. Uh, we need to put. We need to get started with Royal Flush. We gotta do something. We gotta get. We gotta get that money. Forty grand really isn't much to ask for. I mean, it is, but it isn't. But I mean, how much do you think Hamilton costed? Um. Way less than forty. I'm sure the first first few times they put it on, it was way less than forty. I'm talking about the one the one on Disney. Are you talking about oh that the one that's actually presented on Disney? Yes, I would say at least like over two two hundred thousand. Okay, because it, only because they involved they were involved with Disney and Disney put money towards it. But I'm sure the first production was probably like maybe five thousand dollars. So, but here's the question, though. So, how does how how does that how do they get their money back? Well, I'm sure they contracted all that stuff. But if you think about it, like for instance, the reason why Royal Flush will cost as much as it will is because I have to, well, I was intending to pay wardrobe. the actors. Eh, wardrobe will be like half, but like wardrobe and stage is half of it. The other half is paying the people because that's really what the money is going to. But other than that, there's not much that the play would take besides the set production, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But, but yeah. This is actor Sydney Allen on Instagram. Do you have a Facebook page? Sydney yeah, Allen? just regular Sydney Allen. It's a selfie of me and my dog. It's it look it it also looks like an album cover. It looked like a another it one. Like one of the, it looks like a it, it looks like a battle rap uh, album cover actually. It's a perfect angle of me and my dog. Um, he was such a good boy. Get out of there! I don't know, but this is virtual reality here with actor Sydney Allen. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>